0: Hey, it's Rob. We're always trying to do a better job for the listeners of Rob as a Podcast. Something that you've asked for for a while is for a calendar of when all of our live podcasts are going to be. Now, you can add the schedule to your Google calendar. Go to websitecom slash calendar to add the live podcast schedule to your calendar for free. And it was a great week on the podcast. Tons of great stuff around Survivor and Amazing Race. And don't miss our interview with Sandra
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge, Rider Dies for episode one hundred and thirty-five thousand. This is the reunion. I am Brian Cohen. It's me, as always, is my co-host Allie Lasher. Allie, how are you?
1: I think I'm better than you. Are you okay?
2: (laughs) You know what? I I feel like it's just like I feel so disconnected from like this show with like Survivor starting. We got the the new show starting next week. I can't believe there's a there was two parts of the reunion that could have been like fifteen minutes. I was just like, I feel like we put a bow on the season and like the reunion like didn't really tie much together. I'm like, I just want to get to like see what the challenge world championships is all about.
1: Uh well, I, I we had a little vacation last week. I think we did it right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We, I I watched, I will say, both halves of the reunion today. So maybe probably that right also moves. helped.
2: Yeah, probably. Um,
1: right <laughs> I agree it was a little disjointed, but I'm also doing something a little weird. I shouldn't mention it, but here I am mentioning it. I'm podcasting from my couch with a a mug of tea. Usually, I'm at my desk, very professional. But
2: are you laying I down? Take... Are your eyes no, closed?
1: No. I would say at, at worst, I'm in a Passover recline. Like <laughs> I, I'm I'm still upright, but I'm taking I'm taking a page out of my co-host Brian Hakima's book uh-huh. and going a little off the beaten path in my setup, but. I think that's how I'm approaching this, is like, let's just, you know, take a walk down memory lane. This Mm -hmm. is what I I took from the reunion, is like, were there any bombshells? No. Was anything really uncovered? No. But as you highlighted, it's been a hell of a long season, and I do think I needed to be reminded of some of the things that happened. Like, I genuinely forgot about Jay and Jack's fight, for an example.
2: Yeah, totally forgot about that. Kind of forgot about, like, the Raven and Johnny, that they were, like, Star crossed lovers, and then he was like hooking up other people. Um, he, he they both did a pretty decent job. I think I would give it to Raven the um, the what's his name award, like the, the Gussem Memorial Award for getting yourself involved in drama to try to make yourself relevant. I think she did a pretty job, a pretty good job of that. So kudos to Raven to try to insert herself in the challenge 39 uh possibilities.
1: I hate to disagree, but I do think. The Gus Award got sort of lost in the sauce due to the people who were brought in. Like, yes, Raven's really only there because Johnny probably connection to Nereese and they wanted to, like, talk about that. But, like, they went to her about their legitimate drama, and then I feel like we didn't get to her at all the rest of the, mm-hmm. the show. So, I, you know... I, you're you're welcome to give it to whoever you like i don't really think there was a real standout we keep going back to this person they keep piping in for everything almost i hate to say this i had a little bit was like why are Darrell and veronica there
2: i had the same and thought. i was gonna give it to it. veronica <laughs>
1: yeah but like i can't give it to them it's not the same concept
2: yeah, I mean look, if Daryl and Veronica weren't Darrell and Veronica, they would have no business being at this reunion. but I guess just because of their status and standing within this franchise, like if they're on a show and they make it at all far, like sure, toss them in there. At least Veronica, like gets herself into all this stuff. Darrell, I mean, he's like even in this heyday, he wouldn't be want to make reunion headlines. So like I, I don't know what he would really offer at this stage of the game.
1: I did love the cutting to Darrell tearing up like now I can't confirm that he was actually tearing up at every scene they cut to him right. tearing up for. They might have had one scene, but like it was touching. I don't know if there was a cut scene about them talking about like all of the late joining teams and maybe that just wasn't interesting. Like I, I really, even with it being Durrell and Veronica, can't really understand why they were there.
2: Yeah, I'll say the person who I was amazed did not get more airtime and that was Devin. I feel like they barely talked to, like, maybe in the first half, again, it was like a week ago, maybe I'm like, I'm not highlighting as much. But it just felt like they didn't really give him a lot of the spotlight. It was mostly Tory Cause then Tori had a lot of stuff with Jordan and other things going on, but I don't think Devin really even spoke the second hour. And I don't think he really spoke that much. The first hour that was very surprising.
1: Yeah, especially because his journey is as interesting as Tori's. Like, we went to Tori for the Jordan segment, as you mentioned, and sort of, like, the mental health journey she's been mm-hmm. on. As we've highlighted, and I'm sure a lot of other challenge podcasts have highlighted, like, it, his journey is one of the more interesting ones of any challenge champion, just in terms of, like, the rise. And I would have loved them to play the clip of Fessy and have them, like, you know, go toe-to-toe on that, uh, that you highlighted in
2: mm-hmm. your t-
1: great TikToks at go Brian underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think that's been a complaint of, like, survivor reunions. Usually the challenge reunions are long enough where you do get a segment on, like, congratulating the champions. They really didn't talk to Tori or Devin. They talked to Tori, but they didn't talk to Tori or Devin about, like, the significance of winning or their strategy or what are you spending the money on? Like, and anything to really acknowledge them as the winners.
2: Yeah, Maria like started off the reunion being like, we'll get to the 100-hour uh, final and everything that matters with it after. And I felt like they like never piggybacked to it outside of talking about Olivia with her like amazingly near-death experience that we could talk about. I can't believe that it was almost that level, but I felt like they never really got back to it. Other than again a lot of the Tory stuff. I was waiting for Devin to kind of have his moments. I don't know. I I was very it was very odd that they wouldn't give him like a like you said, like a full montage package that they didn't really talk about his it was very odd that Devin didn't get his his spotlight.
1: You might think from watching the reunion that Benani won. Right. Based on like time and energy allocated to the the mm-hmm. pairs.
2: Absolutely. Or Jordan.
1: Oh, well. He didn't win anything at this reunion or <laughs> on the show. Um, let's can we do a little red carpet report? I, I will say I was slightly bummed out by the looks. I don't think anyone like really stood out. I'm glad for any new listeners or viewers of the show. There there was a definite lull where people had come been on the show so frequently that they'd like show up in like chucks and a tank yeah. top
2: to, like, I car. I'm sure, Yeah, Yeah. the car reached that level where she was just like in a T-shirt and shorts, like rolled out of bed in the morning and just showed up.
1: Exactly. I'm glad we've sort of stepped out of that, but Mm -hmm. I don't think like there were any like standout looks.
2: And I wonder if this was, I mean, I I, I feel like I should know this, but was this like the first in-person reunion since COVID? Have most of the other ones been all Zoom? Have they done? Because, I mean, this is the first like chat, like all stars, like they don't really do reunions um usa they didn't do a reunion and the other one the last season ended so long ago at this point like i don't we remember if they did an in-person reunion for that season the 37
1: i'm googling challenge 37 reunion images and i'm seeing people on stage
2: okay so then yeah they going. were in person because i didn't know if this was like a coming out party that people haven't had the chance to do this type of thing in a while that maybe they wanted to kind of make sure they trust to impress because i thought people look i thought everyone looked pretty good i thought the looked great i thought um i thought tori looked good i thought amber looked great amber was glowing
1: i mean nothing stand out where i'm like wow that was a look i mean they've gotten away from like the last few seasons like people have come especially with newer people they like want to look good on tv i thought raven looked really good i do mm-hmm. not like Horacio as a blonde gray Yeah, that's
2: like the look I think, right? Aren't a lot of people like dyeing the hair blonde? It's kind of like giving like frosted tips, but almost like the full hair going back to like two thousand and two.
1: Look, there's a lot of things that are on trend that I can't pull off. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I don't like Horacio's gray hair.
2: Horacio was great. He was very funny throughout (laughs) this reunion. Um, He's really trying to. He's he was definitely trying to make sure he didn't like say anything controversial. Also, like he didn't want to like ruin his image going to hopefully his challenge thirty nine run.
1: What makes you say he was great?
2: I just enjoyed his banter with uh with Fessel that he was able to take jokes in stride. That I appreciate. That was probably his only moment, but that I found that great.
1: All right. Um, I did what I thought was great is, and I'm surprised, like everything about me wants to dislike it, but I liked it. I liked that they had the daggers and you could like dodge a <laughs> fan question by pulling a dagger on
2: stage. and of course Devin pulled it, the only one.
1: <laughs> only because it like ran up and like was quick like if there Mm -hmm. was like some real like amber nani deliberation about which dagger to pull i'd be like let's move it along Uh, but you mentioned amber two big announcements from amber Mm -hmm. in the first segment we get an announcement that she's pregnant and in the second segment we get an announcement that she was just received a autism diagnosis
2: yeah and very interesting way it came about it seemed like she almost told maria during a commercial break the way it was like initiated because maria set it up like yeah like during a break like I overheard a conversation or we had a conversation that you wanted to share something um it was a very interesting setup that i don't think it it almost seemed like amber wasn't even preparing to tell everyone at the reunion maybe like she was feeling at the room and how she felt (laughs) like i don't know it seemed like it wasn't like a prepared thing it seemed like this was like during the thing she wanted to tell a producer like i want to like share this with everyone like that is won't.
1: bananas that is crazy she okay maria said we were like talk. like maria had like cards that said like and she was like you told me that you were doing things like mirroring and masking can you explain that? like that was not like an on the fly hey maria like i've got to say something serious like that was very prepared as it should be like i'm not like dogging them first, mm-hmm. but like i believe that maria and amber had a one-on-one so that maria would be better right. able to facilitate the conversation but that was not like we're about to go to Mm. commercial like or at least that was that was not my read Mm. on the situation
2: I didn't everyone reacted very well everyone treated her very well I think the real test I mean everyone could react very well in the moment I think the real test is going to be like does this change anything right like do people think more cautiously about how they talk about her they trash talk her behind her back do they try to make a more welcoming environment for her um, I think like the next season, like the challenge championships was filmed before this reunion. So I don't know if we would see any impact there. But if she's on challenge thirty-nine, if that if things change, I mean, I, I would hope so.
1: So here's the 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 takeaway for me with this. I mean, I think it's awesome that Amber shared this and it seems like she's still very much in the process of like going through this journey and and what this means. Uh, for her life now. And and it's very common. She was tweeting about this. Uh, but it's also true that it's like very common for women to not get diagnosed as children, girls, I guess, and learn later in life about things like this. I think it's a great reminder to all of us, myself included, to remember that just like, you don't have to know that someone has a diagnosis or is neurodivergent or whatever to to like give them some grace. Like we've been complaining this whole season about like, it seems so weird. They're harping on Amber. Amber can't do anything right. She hugs someone at the wrong time. She does at the mm-hmm. wrong time. Like I actually really wanted, and I get it. It's hard to do this. I wish, I genuinely believe the cast wasn't prepared until like, wasn't pre aware of it. I wish the cast had taken some effing ownership about how they treat her and said, we should have been more understanding, just period. Like mm-hmm. we sh- you don't know what someone's dealing with or going through or whatever, even they don't know what they're dealing with or going through. I thought the like, oh, it's the pressure cooker of the house. And even though it doesn't seem like we care about you because we don't treat you well and we talk shit about you, we're here for you. I wish they had said like, this is stopping me in my boots and going to make me like not prejudge someone over every action if it's not completely in line with, I- with what I think they're, Words or actions should be. Mm-hmm. So I do agree that it should get better for Amber, and I believe that it will. But I wish there was a little more ownership about like how they hadn't been understanding the house, and she shouldn't need a diagnosis to get some like right. understanding from her cast.
2: Right, especially because like you said, we've discussed like there wasn't any major event that caused people. Well, it wasn't like she screwed people over in the game, or she was doing anything like, or at least nothing that we saw that would cause such a negative reaction constantly towards her so there wasn't anything super clear on the audience's end about why people despise her so much so the fact that it might have been a lot more of these subtle things that i really wish like you said they they highlighted that a little bit more
1: a few tweets just remember i pulled uh she said wow thank you to all who have shown so much love and support y'all have no idea how much it means to me this was tough to open up about because i was so afraid of continuous judgment simply being myself so I appreciate the army of people in my corner. Love y'all surrounded by love emoji. And she said once again my life is teaching me the strength of a fight, the ultimate test of moving forward. Next tweet I will never forget who gave me a hard time when I was already having a hard time. Fortunately for
2: Amber, that's basically everyone. So that's quite unfortunate.
1: Um fortunate for them.
2: Fortunate for them. Amber,
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the, the segment that was interesting to me is like the is it fair to get help from the audience audience segment i wanted to ask you about this mm-hmm. like this felt like directly telling the audience to pipe down about it the audience being <laughs> like us the audience like i don't right. know that they really needed to discuss this as players
2: yeah it was very funny but the, i I wish there was it felt like there was no answer it felt like everyone was just like yeah that's kind of like how it's been, and then the conversation was shut down. I was waiting; I wanted someone who was more vocal against it to like speak out a little bit more. Everyone was—it was because it was connected to the turbo thing, and everyone was like, "Well, we hate turbo so much, so of course it's fine." Like, I wish there was more of like the anti sentiment person to speak out about why this is wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think like the most convincing thing for me was when they were all like, "You all didn't care when it was turbo," so like Jay and Michelle can't mm-hmm. care. Do you think there's any distinction? what Jay was trying to argue between screaming, like, actually getting help, being fine, but when the challenge relies on listening and you're drowning out the other team so that they, like, can't do the challenge, you feel like there's a distinction there, or was that just, like, a waste of
2: argument? So what's funny is I actually think Jay was, like, arguing against himself. I think there's more of a reason. I think I would be more upset if people were strictly helping someone than the The making noise thing because I think we discussed this at the time like if you're making noise that you it's blocking Jay and Michelle from communicating it's also going to impact the other people from communicating it's not like they can jump off this the ledge and like be right up in their face and start yelling to their face if they're making enough noise from the audience from the the peanut gallery that it's impacting Jay and Michelle from hearing each other it's going to impact the other people from hearing each other it's more so like if you're helping someone solve an individual puzzle that is much more Uh, I would have much more of a problem with than than this.
1: I get what you're saying. I think in this specific challenge, we might've already had this exact conversation when the podcast aired, but like, I think in this specific case, it was, they were shouting out help to Olivia and Horacio, such that Olivia and Horacio wouldn't need to communicate. Like you could just listen, whoever had to spin the wheel could just listen to the audience. And that information wasn't like the same, like they're both working on a puzzle. And so just- the noise of them helping them mm-hmm. made it so that Michelle and Jay couldn't do the challenge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I've always been very indifferent to this. I was, I've always been with my, if they make a rule that you can't help them, that's fine. And if it continues the way it is, that's also fine. Just adapt and play to what it's, what's currently happening.
1: I agree. And I don't think there's a distinction for the Jay and Michelle's argument. I think it's gotta just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Help is help. They were being helped. And just because you couldn't surmount it doesn't mean that it was any like, Turbo and his partner could not surmount it, and the
3: volume had nothing to do with it.
2: Yeah, but no helping in a final. <laughs> no helping in a <laughs> final.
3: With the Lucky land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're
0: just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash
1: prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: 18 plus
1: let's keep talking about jay uh because the jack and jay fight i do think added some we got some interesting like color on what happened afterwards here
2: yeah not a great look for jay it seemed like where they jack and jay were going to meet up for a lunch and jay from jack's perspective it seemed like jay wanted to make content out of it so he can look like the good guy making amends jay seems like he just wanted to take some photos for jack for i don't know for his own you know, wallet or something. I don't know, but I don't. It didn't seem great for Jay that he wanted to kind of Instagramify this lunch.
1: Okay. I do love that we have totally different opinions on a lot of the stuff covering the reunion, at least. Maybe go. the podcast will be interesting. So they were also going to the gym, which I think helps the content piece of it. Like, oh, I'll take photos here at the gym versus like if they were just having lunch. But I, I love Jack, and I need Jack back on the screen because Jack acts with such confidence. I actually think Jack got bad advice from Laurel here, probably. But Jack acts like he's never heard of social media. He's like he wanted to make like images for like the internet. <laughs> like he, it's like my mom explaining his Instagram. Like it was hilarious. But like that's where I end at Jack's side because. Like, they're all trying to be influencers, particularly Jay and Jack, who are not in strong, like, regular Mm -hmm. casting positions. So, like, why are we acting? Like, I almost wanted Jay to just be like, all we do is take content, make content, post content. Like, that's what we want to get on the show. So me saying, I'll bring my camera, and it will be good for, even if he literally was like, I want to be like Joe Judice and Joe Gorga and take a video of us <laughs> hugging in the Bahamas and right. we'll get 5 million views. Like, I want to reconcile and put it on the internet. Like, you should want to do that, too. It's so... This isn't, like, me. Like, somebody <laughs> selling like Kiva trying to get followers and selling me out for content. Like, these are professional Oh, man, I
2: would pay big money to see that conversation go down. That would be fun. Now
1: that I've screamed... <laughs> I, actually, that conversation has gone down. Akiva <laughs> and I have had a fight. And he's been like, "Do you want to just discuss it on a podcast?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> but, <laughs> no but I'm like, not I, a professional podcast influencer."
2: I I totally get that perspective. I think that's totally fair. I just think if they had, if I'm Jack, I'm like, let's just if you actually want to be friends, which I if you want to be friends, I let's just have a lunch first. Let's have a lunch. Let's make amends, and then we can if we want to like do the social media thing, we can do it after, but I, I don't want to just be social media friends with you. Maybe, maybe Jack doesn't want a longstanding life in, in a uh, TV and social media fame. I don't know. Maybe he actually just wanted a friend here and he's like, let's just, let's just be friends. And then if we like reconcile, then let's break out the camera and do Instagram stuff, but let's just at least get to that level first.
1: And that would be fine. Like I would really respect that. And I think Jay would respect that, but like, I think to like call the whole thing disingenuous because he's trying to like do both of their jobs while they're mm-hmm. there. Like if you do like, all right, look, man, like let's not like get all crazy. I want to just like, t- like you said, take a step forward, not like a leap. Fine. Um, but there is more we didn't see. So Jack tweeted, there actually was resolution here. I did misunderstand his intentions. The text got miscommunicated on my end and I apologize. We both moved on. So, okay.
2: Jay and Jack have had a a lot of problems communicating, even on the show, off the show. I don't know. they, They don't seem destined to be working together.
1: See, I love their friendship, and I feel like this was like a stupid little roadblock. But you're right. It was probably too soon. Like, I don't know how much healing happened versus, like, how much was supposed to happen over this lunch and workout session. But... Yeah, I was I was disappointed. I do want to see them both back on a season together again.
2: Mm -hmm. I think they're a
1: fun sorry, go
2: ahead. No, no, I was gonna veer off something else. So continue.
1: I was gonna say I think they're like a fun modern pair of frenemies, you know, Mm -hmm. like not like West and bananas, but West and bananas. Like are they they get along, they have a lot in common, but they have these like riffs. Like I think it would be cool to have Jack and Jay like fill those shoes in like a very sort of new era of the challenge way
2: mm-hmm. yeah. but go ahead Vera. off no i was gonna say because i think the people who kind of took the thought process that you had were were raven and aries because i think they they pent up all of their aggression for each other just when the cameras are on for this reunion when it, from based off social media and other people commenting i think they're like pretty friendly right now and it seems like they really tried to hype up their hatred for each other at this reunion
1: Interesting. I I just want to. I do not want to see the Raven, Naree's pair of rivals. Please, <laughs> put that into the world.
2: No, no more rivals. We need exes If I can make a pitch to like the MTV people, let's not do rivals for like the twelfth time. Let's bring back some exes That's what the show needs. But yes. I
1: do not want to see the Raven Johnny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it never made sense to me, especially because they keep doing Love Island and all these other like dating shows. It's crazy to me they've never done X's again, but we'll say
1: um whose side were you on in that love triangle feud
2: kind of neither because i didn't like believe any of their feelings i thought it was all i i thought it was all fake i thought they were all Mm. they were both just trying it was it was the Gus move but i guess it was not the Gus move because it was their own their own drama but i felt like they were really trying to build it up a little bit more to try to make it a full segment a full scene to get the full airtime, especially at least the I feel like had a little bit more going on, but if she's pretty friendly with uh, Raven, then maybe she was trying to do her a favor of playing it up too.
1: That makes a lot of sense that you say they're fine on social media because like, yeah, I do think their attacks on each other were confusing. I think I justified it in my head by being like, Oh, if Norris is currently sleeping with Johnny, then like maybe that's why she's getting so hot over something that doesn't matter. But I will say like with Raven and Johnny was so classic like men not having like literal sex with someone so then claiming they weren't doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. like men have such a weird not to generalize i'm gonna generalize such a funny line of she is these like there was touching and groping but we didn't kiss but i was in your bed we were watching the challenge we had to (laughs) but like your hair brushed on my face but i didn't I didn't move it like you know like if the if the CIA came and interrogated me like I would pass that I didn't do anything wrong it's like bro clearly you misled this woman and we're just like if I had to take the stand now I would be fine mm-hmm.
2: maybe you're trying to be a lawyer or something you're trying to really get the fine print down
1: I just have in my notes men are so classic <laughs> 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 That's not we meant it <laughs> Uh um, wanna talk about Jor- Jordan and Tory since we talked about a couple that has not gotten to a friendly place. Let's talk about a very interesting resolution for Jordan and Tory here.
2: Yeah, they seem to be pretty good but on both sides. It seemed like they kind of discussed everything they needed to on the show. Um they didn't seem to have that much else to discuss at the reunion. They kind of went back to the the ter- terrorist comment and the fessel thing. Um that seemed like I feel like they put that behind them. It was just kind of like rehashing. Yeah, I feel like some old feelings kind of cropped up, but it does seem like they are in a pretty good friendship mind state. And I do wonder how much Tory winning kind of helps that. Like to go through all this, like Tori wins. She's obviously in a much better mindset of winning. She gets the money. She feels good about herself. I wonder if that kind of helps her put kind of everything else kind of at ease kind of like bookend her story with like a a challenge win, and now she's feeling better. Almost like about her life, about everything else, it helps to kind of put everything else uh, behind you.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, at least it's a cherry on top of the Sunday. It's a re- It's a it's a wholly personal reward for like like, reward. all the work and labor. Um, I just, I think we talked about this in the beginning of the season. Like, I'm very obsessed with these concepts of like these conversations you'd never have in real life. Like, there's just no world that. Tori and Jordan, or I would say a slim chance that Tori and Jordan as ex-fiances would like be forced into this level of closure. And I don't even like the word closure. I know Maria used it, but like, cause closure is whatever. But mm-hmm. I just like to be able to have come to this place where, you know, Tori's like, I love you and I'm sorry for everything I put you through. And I'm glad we're in this place. And Jordan's like, I love you and I'm sorry for what I put us through. And I'm glad we're in this place. Like, That is unbelievable. Like how many people who have gone through horrible breakups can get to that place with someone if they don't have kids or like some obligation to stay in each other's Mm -hmm. life. I teared up at that moment. Like that was closure for all of us. Like we watched a hell of a season with them. We've watched their relationship from the beginning to the end. And I thought that was like a really, really nice moment that like Tori's win made kind of, for me, the drama we watched with them all season kind of worth it.
2: Yeah, and the the Jordan and Tory stuff. I've never felt more disconnected than like Chow- from challenge Twitter than I've ever felt with it. I feel like they got so much hate. Everyone was like, "This is like I don't need to see any more of this." This, I like, get them off my TV. I've this to me was like the most real drama in at least a few seasons of. I felt the authentic authenticity from both of them. Both feelings I felt were valid on like every occasion where they were each feeling each other was wrong. I kind of agreed with both of them simultaneously at almost every juncture. So I, I I'm glad that we got the bookend here. I think if this continue if we see more of this into next season, yes, I would be upset. Like not upset, but I, I would be a little bit over it at that point. I feel like we got a good resolution outside of something else happening to one or the other in like off the show in personal life that would restart something. I feel I don't want this to be another ongoing storyline into season 39. Or into
1: or challenge Aren't champion. they both on more yeah. what is it good for or whatever?
2: Yep. That's the exact title.
1: Um, uh, let's just roll into another sweet moment between Maria, who I, I do want to say, I thought Maria effing killed. She's great. always does. She's great. She really came off as a fan to me, yeah. which I liked. Whether that's true or not, I don't care. Lied to me well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, We've seen people try to be fans. No one will forget the, the swaggy P incident of him just saying like two words at a reunion. But that was, this was fantastic job from maria all the way around like the way she related with with nani so well she like felt connections with tori with amber she really bonded like she had like friendships with all these people um which honestly she might because she has been in like this entertainment space for a while and people like nani and anisa have been in this entertainment space for a while too so i wouldn't be surprised if some of them have developed some decent friendships (laughs) great
1: I love it. You said no one will forget. I have no idea. What you're about. I'll always forget, Brian. You know that's the number
2: one rule of the time. Oh, it's it's like the he was the best reality TV host of all time. He did it. He, he did it. He hosted a reunion. Co-hosted the reunion, and I don't think he ever saw a second of the show. yeah That's Swaggy C, but he's it was like the original oh. Swaggy.
1: Oh, 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 okay. Wait, that's so <laughs>
2: It was like the original Swaggy who Swaggy C dubbed his name after just used a different letter.
1: Everyone will, no one could possibly forget.
2: <laughs> At least me. I don't know. It's iconic for me.
1: Oh, did he co-host with... Um, I just didn't know that that was his name. But now I know what you're talking about. Yes.
2: I don't remember who the... C. that's how memorable it was. I don't remember who he co-hosted with. It did, was like the redhead
1: things. who's on like Girl Code. And yeah,
2: now, yeah, now. yeah. Her, her, her.
1: Um, Okay, that was really fun. I, I never
2: can recall Swaggy
1: P C and Bailey. reunion. <laughs> that was And that—that that was the best story. I was like, I feel like I would remember that. Right. Okay, sorry. Uh, this will like one day play as evidence of likelihood of confusion between the two names. Um. All right. Sorry, that was really me to say. Anyway, uh, the the moment I was going to highlight Maria Nani. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, not much more to unpack about Nani's story. I just thought, like, not a dry eye in the house. It's when we go to Darrell. I was getting emotional watching. Like, Nani had a really great season. I'm happy for her, and I'm glad Maria, like, connected with her on this level.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that Maria, um, lost her mom, also. Even like, we I was like, I think this is what she's talking about. And I just had to, like, double check to make sure. Um, but yeah, like, very sad, obviously. And, um, everyone, you know, It was, you know, is it possible to understand what Nani was going through it throughout this this whole season? So brutal.
1: Then I'll be honest. Like I'm, say, I need to save the turbo thing for the last. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like you mentioned, Olivia, like the fact that Olivia would have died if that didn't hit her nose is terrifying. Like I got physically sick from that.
2: Oh, it's it's unbelievable that, um, yeah, it could have went through her eye into like that's. Unbelievable. it's frighteningly scary what could have happened to her and luckily I mean it seems like she's all good um so it, it, unbelievable stuff though
1: I'm just like scrolling through no real surprise hookup reveals although I should say like whenever they reveal a hookup at the reunion I'm like why didn't we see this on TV so right, I guess I right, shouldn't right, complain right. that then there's but also there's no surprise real hookup revealed at the reunion but we right. did get an update on uh the olivia nelson situation
2: yeah poor nelly t was going through it he uh he moved past his bad boy images you know maybe that was holding his back in the dailies once he became like a respectful to women he can win a daily did that (laughs) thought he would get the girl and then olivia's like nah i'm good it's rough
1: (laughs) were we watching the same show like
2: (laughs) <laughs> what? This is not basically what happens. Like now, nah, I got home. I, I, you know, I had my life flash before my eyes, and I decided I didn't want Nelson in it.
1: Yeah, but okay. <laughs> like, I think Olivia. I, I think look, there's so many things at play. Like one of them is just like, you know, challenge goggles. Like I left, and I didn't see a future with you. If that, mm-hmm. like, if that, there's a Jewish, uh, song. On Passover, I guess I'm at a state. I'm in recline-, recline once, and I can only mention the Seder, like called Dianu, which means it would have been enough. So mm-hmm. if Olivia had just said, I'm not interested, Dianu. If Olivia had said, I broke my whole face open and sorry, this wasn't a priority, Dianu. If Olivia had said, I really learned that I had, while the same time I was hooking up with you, I was meeting fabulous women in Anisa and Tori who helped me understand myself and that I could be independent and I don't need to be in a relationship. And I need to find myself so I can't be with you right now. Dianu. All of those together I still feel like Nelson has every right to be upset about it. Mm-hmm. But I thought he gave a very different performance in front of everyone on TV that they did in the backstage portion where he got really close to her and was like very sort of confrontational about it. And I thought that was kind of effed up because she's sort of like has 99 reasons to not be with you. And you're like, it's really not fair to me that you didn't want to be with me. Like I didn't think it was a great look for Nellie T. Hmm. I-,
2: I thought he was kind of like accepting that, like he he can't f- obviously he can't force her to want to like him, but he was just like, I wish this was the case and it's not. And I'm sad about it you know, I'm ready for that person That's my what he life, said but I, on stage yeah.
1: the backstage was like interface and was saying like, well, what happens when you said this, you said we were going to do this. You said you were going to, you invited me to Alaska. Like, and I get it. Cause I've been hurt too. And it's just like, not a great, it's not a great look when you're going down the road of like, you told me one thing and then you changed your mind because of all these valid reasons. But remember when you told me that, mm-hmm. like, I just, I didn't think it was a great look for the, for our boy.
2: No, but I mean, it seemed like this was one of their first times talking in a while. It seemed like Olivia kind of just ghosted him, right? Didn't really talk to him, didn't give him any closure quotes, but so he had a few things pent up and uh, he just had to get a, a few things off his chest.
1: Mm. Keep the same energy on camera as you do backstage. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but the Nelson and Fessy story, I thought Nelson like got applauded where he should have with like, he took the high road, he always takes the high road. I thought this was a big like shout out to the uh, War of the Challenger Champions, where Tori like says to Nelson, spoiler alert, who both of them will be on the season mm-hmm. premiering next week. Uh, you don't have to have a title to be a champion, it's right?
2: Like, yeah, thought, that's
1: what they're telling us.
2: Right, and he, it was even more rich coming from Tori because I think she was literally on Champs for <laughs> Stars when she also wasn't a champion, so fits very appropriately.
1: Do you agree with that?
2: Well, you're either you're a champion or you're a not, and he's not. (laughs) But you could be if the question is he like a, I mean he's certainly not a legend. But like if you want to be in like a different category word, you could be in that word. But a champion is just like a champion. There's no gray area there.
1: I agree. This is sort of like when the rookies changed me versus veterans, and it's like. Yeah, I think we don't need to like broaden the scope of what a champion is. A champion is a finite difference. Like, you've won or you haven't. You are, you have a championship. You like won a championship. So you have a mm-hmm. championship title. So therefore, you are a champion or you did none of those things and are none of those things. But I totally agree with what you said. Like, is he a staple? Is he.
2: He can say uh, he's an all star. put him in the all star camp. Sure.
1: Yeah, he can be an all star. Perfect.
2: Mm-hmm. But look, if we're just giving people championships, I'll start claiming I'm a challenge champion for just like taking yeah. it I'll share I'll be challenge champion Brian
1: <laughs> put it in your Twitter bio yeah make a TikTok then it's official
2: perfect
1: I just don't also think Jordan, I I have a lot of respect for Jordan, the challenge athlete, but Jordan does not have enough goodwill in this community, uh, like in this world, to be doling out legend titles. Like I'm not, Jordan has not redeemed himself with me enough to be like Mm -hmm. the arbiter of who uh, is in the challenge legend category.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That's that to be reserved for not him at this moment in time, or probably any moment. Yeah.
1: Um. Anything else you wanted to talk about before we talk about the original Pussy Chicken, the Level Two Pussy Chicken, and whatever else?
2: Did we always know Laurel was like a Northeast girl? I feel like I didn't know she was like Philly <laughs> tough. I, how did I not know that about her?
1: Laurel has lived a lot of lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'm sure we
1: knew that in the real world.
2: Yeah, she just felt like almost like a Jersey housewife coming out, like in one of like the the the, way the accents were popping off. It was very bizarre. I feel like I I still am learning things about Laurel. We learned I feel like I learned for the first time she was an only child in this reunion. News to me. Oh wait,
1: no, she was fresh meat. Why do I have a vivid memory of Laurel like on the real world, even though she wasn't? Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Ashley from Zach's season of the real world.
2: Anyway, mm, okay. yeah, no, but just yeah, it feels like we're <laughs> peeling back the ending of Laurel more and more every day. Um,
1: I'm glad you mentioned she, this because that conversation with her and Michelle was very weird. This was a very weird Laurel the whole time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she was also very uh choked up about Horatio with like a one week fling when they each had people back home. She was like very upset. She felt she poured her heart into this one week relationship. That was also very odd. Um,
1: wait what What did we not watch? did you watch this on 2x she
2: was I like thought, crying I she was crying know. when Horacio was like I feel like I played her and Laurel was like tearing up
1: okay she was like I'm not going to be embarrassed I had feelings for him work normalize having feelings and owning them I love that from her I thought she said like I had a girl I had a guy or a person back home he had a girl mm-hmm. back home whatever like what was not communicated to me, was that like he was at a relationship level with her. And I wish I'd known that. We've mm-hmm. seen each other since we're both on the same page now. Like we're not looking for anything, but we like each other. I didn't I like, yes, I think she was in, t- she probably kept the same intensity she had the whole time, which was very weird for me overall. But that particular moment didn't strike me as like, wow, she's like weeping for this boy who didn't even like her.
2: She wasn't weeping, but she's, there were tears. There were definitely tears flowing in the eyes
1: tears were flowing in the eyes i think they
2: started to drip down the face the they were dripping down the face there was a tissue needed <laughs> at the end crazy. of the moment
1: but okay okay, whatever i think it, the, i just felt like laurel's weirdest moment was the way she came at michelle i mean she was just like at a 50 the whole time she was and i like something was off like i was just like we've seen laurel like this when she's fired up like is, why is this standard issue Laurel?
2: But wait, I never heard like the, the scale be 50, so zero to fifty.
1: Well I was gonna say 10 and she was <laughs> like at a 50 out of 10.
2: I almost let that gloss over. I'm like, wait, 50? Is that a phrase?
1: <laughs> she was at a ten, she was at a 50 out of 10. It's a first okay. question. Okay. But like like the Michelle thing. Like I thought Michelle was being very rational. I'm saying, like, I, like you and you were clearly on edge but then you were good with everyone else. You weren't good with me. I was hearing, I also felt bad for Michelle. She was like, I was hearing from multiple people, including Veronica, including bananas that you didn't like me. And then those people were like, I don't quite remember. I can't. Re-. Like, right. obviously that's what they told her. No one was helping her, but Laurel just screaming at her. You're afraid of me. You're mm-hmm. afraid of me. And I don't like you. And it's like, okay, so you're confirming that you didn't like her. So then she wasn't afraid of you. You didn't like her.
2: Yeah. That's Laurel's MO. All like through the years, if any time she's in a like well, not all of the most of the time when she's in like beef with a woman, it's always like, Oh, you're afraid of me, you're scared of me. I'll, I'll take you out of elimination. Like, that's usually her her go-to is people she thinks people are afraid of her. Mostly because a lot of people are afraid of her. I'm personally afraid of her. So <laughs> I, I think this it could fit, but I just don't think Michelle was afraid of her.
1: And I think Michelle is probably afraid to go against her in elimination. Who wouldn't be? But okay, let's, but let's now go. we're in the reunion, so like, right. what is going on? Like, right. All right. Well, she was too distracted by her broken heart over Horacio. Um, I am surprised, and and I'll I'll eat crow. I'm shocked they've seen each other and presumably hooked up after the show. Shocked. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he had any interest in her from yeah. the show.
2: Ban- Bananas and Mariah, no more. They said on the show they were still together, but I saw Instagram confirms they are no more, so Heartbreak heartbreak Hotel there. About I'm willing to skip
1: everything else and just talk about Turbo and Land.
2: Yeah, the we thing. can jump to Turbo, because I was <laughs> flabbergasted that he, he even made an appearance. Obviously, he wasn't there, but his video was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it felt... <laughs> I mean, it was... I felt like they didn't do it justice because... Like the audience didn't really probably like fully grasp what was happening. They were, it was also interspliced with like the people there making side comments. And I just wish they more like zoomed in and gave me the full view of the video and his roast. Cause some of the zingers were like, put him on Big Brother and put him in the zingbok costume were very funny.
1: I just, I need to know a couple of things. I need to know from you first one. I thought from the preview that this was going to be, and we talked about it at the end of two weeks ago's episode. Like, Turbo coming out. Ah, just kidding. You'll never see that guy again. And yeah. like, I thought that was tired. Do you think giving him a five minute segment, claiming that he was going to come, but at the last minute couldn't, and was like, f- play this whole video? Are we going to get Turbo back on a season?
2: if I was at a zero out of 50 before this reunion, I'm at least near a 10. Like I can't believe he's at, I I couldn't believe he had this full segment. You have Tori being like, I want to work with him. I'll throw. I know. I know. She kind of saying this in jest a little bit, but it's like I'll throw away all my alliances to work with Turbo. I want to work that with him. Was
1: fully a joke. That was not I'm sure.
2: But way. like the point of her wanting to work with him, I felt like was a little serious, and I couldn't. I I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I couldn't believe it.
1: Are, are you pranking me? <laughs> no, obviously that's like honestly she's like that's the greatest film I've ever seen like I love him I'll throw everything away to like work with him like that I agree with her in that like that video is like almost makes you like him like I feel like why as MTV would you play that if like I feel like it's 50-50 that he'll be back I thought it was like he was done it was done and dusted that he would never Mm -hmm. come back
2: and he was a great line about Tori too. call up something I don't I don't I don't want to butcher the line but end with her being called the Two Face, very funny.
1: Well, yeah, the, he said that she has a talent for finding pussy chickens and making them champions and then calls her a Two Face. I, I, the beginning was crazy. So people are watching and they're just listening. Turbo had a home movie of sorts, like a Michael Scott production. Literally. Of a roast, like boom roasted. Then he starts with saying, Welcome to the Karma Cafe. There is no menu, you will get served what you deserve, which is kind of an incredible line.
2: That that that's fire, it's a lit line.
1: Is he like I kind of thought he would never be back because of like psychedel stuff? Like Mm -hmm. it would be I know he was never he was not removed from this season, but like it is kind of crazy to play like a threatening tape. From somebody who like may or may not be able to pass the second out. like it's
2: right because he always borderlines the the line of like yeah this is like a little he's like a crazy like cartoon villain but also like he genuinely might try to murder someone <laughs> and you lose track of like where he falls like he seemed like if given the chance would have murdered Jordan in that in the world of the worlds two season like he would have done it if they didn't like separate them and hold them back. And then it's like here he's like a car- like a going back to the cartoon villain with like the weird jump cut anime with the chickens and like the- and all the stuff and it's like oh this is a goofy fun character. And then he also might just try to murder everyone in their sleep. And I don't, again I don't want that person, like let's let just have Turbo roast people at reunions. Like that's fine. Let that be his role. I don't need him like ruining a full season.
1: Yeah I do <laughs> I have no idea. Do you think Turbo's in on the joke? No. Or is this, he serious? Cuz these are a funny
2: jokes. This I think he was in on the joke, but then like there again, like he he himself loses like where he falls in line cuz he's just he's you go you attack any level of like his character and like the joke and like the the character completely falls apart and he will again just try to savagely murder you. So if you keep him in this Vain, like yes, he's in on the joke, but he also can stray away from the joke very quickly, or he's just the best actor of all time, and I'm, you know, put him and give him an Oscar.
1: It's possible, um, but I think that takes us out of the region. I don't know if you have your list of the uh, where our finalists fall. I don't think we ended up doing that of uh, who we want the order oh, we want them to come back.
2: I did not do that, but I could do it right now.
1: So yeah, um, so we have to put uh Tori.
2: Um I mean it's more so like do you I mean we all I think everyone who made the final you probably want to see it back. I guess it's just like
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I guess Anissa would be like the one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe it could be done with Anissa.
1: So I put them in. I still have Nelson, Jay, and Jack above Devin, who comes in at my highest of the finalists. Then
2: if there is if there is one Jack Stan in the world, Allie is there.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm the Gus of Jack, whatever. Um, then Fessel and Harassi are tied, and then I put Jordan and I put ba- bananas in brackets. I reserve the right to move him up or down. I, I don't really know. And then everyone else below. I have Tori as my number one woman. I'd like to see back. Then the Olivia Michelle Laurel tier remains, followed by Maurice Naurice, then Amber. Then I want to tell you that I've moved Mariah up from Mm. fourth to the bottom to there. Because I think actually Mariah has been a lot more interesting Mm -hmm. as I've listened to podcasts, seen Twitter, seen her. I feel like she's someone who's like, all right, I saw my first season. I was under Fessel's thumb. Now I know how to play my own game. I think she could be very interesting coming back.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. She was a little punchy with this reunion too. She was going at Anissa a little bit. She was getting a little in the mix with Fessel. Yeah, she was standing up for herself. I I, I totally agree. I felt I would like to see a Mariah away from Fessel, kind of standing on her own two feet. I think she'd be uh, ready to dive into the deep end.
1: Then I have Nani, then Raven, then Veronica, then Kayla, and then is Anissa, and then everybody else below that. Mm-hmm. Nani, like I'd be happy to see back, but like. We've already kind of seen a a world post Donnie when she stopped coming back for a little while Mm -hmm. and we were fine. And then Anissa, I mean, we've already discussed.
2: Yeah, I just don't, it doesn't seem like it's happening anytime soon, but I mean.
1: I like Anissa a lot. I think this has been her least, like the way she's approached the season and the bitterness and the like hyper like entitlement as I think not gaining her any points.
2: Let her host after shows. Let her she got the podcast. Let mm-hmm. stay in the mix. No, keep away from the uh, from the proper season. we well, move to All Stars. Move to All Stars. The fun spot there. Stay over there. Let's keep the. let try to do a, a new crop for, for Challenge Proper.
1: You're here. All
2: right. I think that's. I think that's it. There it is. Challenge season thirty eight. I, I got See, the, next week. We usually,
1: yeah. be like we don't know. Well, and then six months from now, maybe. Like...
2: Oh yeah, we'll be back next week. I got a fun, <laughs> uh I confirmed with challenge stats, but twenty twenty two, the first full calendar year since the challenge debuted nineteen ninety eight that did not crown a champion. There was all stars champions. Of course, there was the USA, but Challenge Proper did not crown a champion in the calendar year 2022.
1: God, that's how long these seasons are.
2: Yeah. Challenge 37, the finale was like December of 2021. And then here we go all the way into uh February of 2022. Now March. We need a Brian
1: stats supported powered by challenge stats. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we love it.
2: Well, this was my idea. Of a stat and then challenge stats confirmed it so
1: yeah brian stats powered Mm -hmm. by (laughs) challenge stats.
2: but yeah we'll be something there there's no break challenge global (laughs) global championships featuring some champions and some non-champions uh next week paramount plus um yeah i mean look should be good should be should be good they are airing it on mtv next week I, I was double confirming there was no part three to their union. did, <laughs> And when I Everyone saw like <laughs> I saw like the challenge pop up on my guide, I almost just like passed out. But then like it said the and it was an hour and a half. So I'm like, oh my god, the part three is an hour and a half. And then it was a global championship, So doing the premiere on M T V the rest will be on will be on Paramount Plus, which will feed uh, into All Stars Four. Five? Four. Four. Coming soon after that.
1: Oh, good. We're All right, you can, you
2: can follow me on Twitter and TikTok, Cone Brian underscore. Can follow you
1: at Last week.
2: We'll be back next week for Challenge Global Championships. Till then, have a good one.
1: 18 plus.